Coming to you live and direct, this is a Real Ties Production Podcast. It's your boy Jay Ruck and my homeboy Cam. We about to jump it off. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Real trust is everybody's serenity. <laughs> what, what you mean? What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, he is tripping. Perfect example. And camera skills. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> money man, Mahomes. What's the word, everybody? You know what's going on. It's the Real Talk Production Podcast. It's your boy, Jay Ruck. And my homeboy, Cam. You know what's going on. So, today is a is a more, I guess, serious For sure. topic. For um, sure. We're going to discuss some, some mental health. Yeah. I guess uh, some mental health stuff we've been kind of seeing, uh, I guess, over the past couple of months heavily. Um, but it's been, a, it's been a thing that's been going on. Uh, that's been getting a lot more talk in the past, just in a in social media, in sports, and schools, and relationships, and everything else. Just people are drawing more attention, shining more light on, I guess, the mental health of individuals, which is extremely important. So, just something that I asked you, kind of off camera, um, what do you think a healthy mental state looks like? to you in an individual um, like if somebody was walking down the street how could you describe to me that they were mentally stable like what would they you know what I'm saying um, I think the first thing I would look at is just their overall body language okay if um, they're standing up straight good posture right uh, and then after that it would probably be their clothing choice I think people who are down on themselves or low self esteem they also match it with how they present themselves because it's kind of just a, a reflection of how they're feeling. They kind of, right, right. I don't know if they want to put it out to the world, but. So if you got like how Russell, Russell uh, Westbrook just put out that little skirt. You can tell he's, 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 he's confident. He's in cool with himself. Yeah. He's secure with himself. He's yeah. not worried he's about structured. what people are, th- are thinking about. Right. He's not worried about um, negative thoughts. Negative thoughts aren't even probably entering his, you know, you know, his thought process. It is what it is. And somebody like that. And you might think, oh, somebody like that who's got a lot of money is, you know, should be all right. And that's not what I'm saying because right. the person that I can see down the street that, you know, looks, you know, great and may not come from, you know, that Whatever. much money, it doesn't really matter. Somebody who might be unstable or d- down or depressed, I think not always are they dressing like it, but I think they're not going to care about their, their self-image as much as somebody who, is kind of extroverted in that kind of way. I think it's uh I think it's real easy to kind of associate like wealth with mental stability. Like people people that don't have all the money kind of associate that with uh, more money equals well, more I think stability. I think a quick kind of It's just easy. Well, I think also people who it depends on I guess your environment and where what you come from. Right. Because a lot of people don't know an, a million dollars to make them happy. You know what I'm saying? Right, a lot right. of people know 50, 60,000 or even less than that. That's, you know, that's what they get and that's what they're hey. happy with. So somebody hand me five racks right now. I'm, che- I'm cheesing. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So whatever is making a bunch of money and that being, you know, equivalent to how I'm feeling, that might not be, that's different from everybody else. Okay. So I think, um, Cause I, I do a lot of people watching Like mm-hmm. I'm always 
in a cut. <clears throat> I ain't never really been too loud of a person anyway. I ain't with the drama. But whenever I look at people, how I, dish, um, how I can tell if a person is kind of set in who they are, kind of walking on, you know, standing on ten toes. Um, how you describe body language, you know, posture is everything. Um, you can tell if a person is not necessarily looking down at their phone, but if they're walking like with their head down. <clears throat> It's typically a red flag for me. Um, if that person is uh, just looks like just that, just it's kind of an energy thing yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. when you get around a person, you can tell if a person's kind of confident and even the shit that they talking about. Not right. even just even if you just like shooting the shit, just talking about whatever you can be talking about shoes yeah. or whatever like that. Like if somebody's like, first of all, you can tell if somebody's lying. But if you if you can tell someone's just like um, that really don't like what they saying you can kind of feel that without them even having to say it so um i guess just energy is a big thing to me um like a vibe um you can pick up a vibe pretty easily so that's kind of what i i think confidence is the the key to being mental stability mental stability and just more so inner peace because a lot of people are confident for certain reasons a lot mm-hmm. of people are not confident for other reasons right and right. whatever outweighs the other it's kind of which one goes but i think even if you tie that into you know your mental stability confidence is always it's it just comes from within there's nobody that can really give you that confidence that's gonna make you know whatever personality trait that you want to blossom or just yourself and whatever field you're in i think it just comes from yourself and i think a lot of people look for other people to instill that confidence within them and you're gonna get to an age where you think on your own anyway. So for somebody to come in and try to alter your way of thinking, it's kind of already, it's kind of hard. Okay. It's so at a, I feel like at a younger age, it's where it develops. You, that's where, that that's, develops. Where, that's where it develops. Like the confidence mm-hmm. and everything. Like you feel, mm-hmm. um, you learn it more, you feel more into like yourself, you but learn more about thing, yourself at the same time. Yeah. As confidence skyrockets, sky, confidence goes to, yeah. goes through the floor for so, kids that are young at a young age too. That's so where it starts. What, what do you think? Um, what do you think derails like um, an early stage of that? Like, um, like knocks you off that confidence pedestal. It could be a bunch of factors. I think, um, as speaking of speaking as an athlete, I mm-hmm. think injuries, injuries. Yeah, I think not being as good as you think when you go to um, the next especially level. Especially just speaking in high school, because okay. In elementary school, middle school, someone might be the best or whatever, and they're not really around a bunch of old kids. But then right. in high school, you're around 2,000 people. There's obviously opportunities for people. Yeah. So maybe that's just, as an athlete, just one way of looking at it. But as a kid who is just growing up, going mm-hmm. through puberty, trying to just figure out who the hell they are as a teenager, right? Um, I think now it's harder for kids because a lot of confidence comes from the – What's the word? It comes from the reaction they can get on social media yeah, more so yeah. than the reaction you get from having in reality like a personality, and right? To, right. You know, be outside and you know, being the cool kid or being the kid that gets picked on or teased on. It, it, right. There's a lot of layers to where confidence can go up or down as a younger kid. When we were uh, when we were coming up in school, like middle school, high school, early, um. Like schools are really pushing like you know cyberbullying on and shit like that because of situations like this. Like people can that was only the beginning, right? Yeah, people can you know harm themselves or um, 
go deeper than that um, based off of social media. Like, social media right. is extremely important nowadays. Like, you can, people can know who you are just bec- just based off looking at your social media without hearing what you say, how you talk, how you walk, right, yeah, or anything like they, that. Yeah, they, they, know how you they are. will get an idea of the person that, you know, that Cam is based off of, oh, he a hooper, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He probably this, he probably that, he probably, you know what I'm saying? This, that, and the right. third, but mm-hmm. they don't really know you like that, so they're just making an assumption. So putting out an image that you want the world to see is extremely pressured for kids coming up. Talking kids, about young kids. Yeah, right, kids ca- trying to find out who they are. Like, middle school, we weren't worried about social media. Like, I ain't even... I, just got a Facebook in seventh, eighth grade. Like I wasn't really tripping off that. Like mm-hmm. you'll get like little memories off Facebook that you posting in middle school. Like yeah, I some think stupid shit. Different triggers and anxieties are different now than when we were younger kids. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that when you're going through those preteen and teenage years that everybody goes through. Right. And to get back onto the mental health thing, mm-hmm. I think that all starts, you know, at home and in your environment. Because the more you lean on your friends, then you more than you lean on your parents. I think that's where it kind of you can go left or right. I think a lot of times it goes left when a lot of kids. Not that they. I think so. Left when they lean on their friends. Yeah, it's not like they're disobedient to their parents, but as far as influence and guidance, if you're looking for your friends more than your family members, I think that's where the detachment and the kind of the roots of maybe why that that kid might be mentally unstable in the first place is because their parents are not genuinely connected with their child to the point where they can turn and look to their parents okay. or look to their child okay. to kind of and just be a guide. Yeah, I ain't, guide. I ain't know where you was about to turn it. I just was <laughs> about to say that it's it's super easy, Yeah, you know what I'm saying, to turn to a a friend because versus turning to a parent because you're not – it's easy, you know what I mean. You can have a conversation. Like, let's say you fucked up. Let's say you got robbed or something. Let's say you lost some money or something. It's gonna be easy to tell somebody that you're comfortable with versus an uncomfortable conversation. Like, you know, if you go tell your parents right away, you are gonna get lecture. You gonna this is what you should have did versus this. You're not really trying to hear that right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's easy to go lead yourself to easier conversations which are typically your friends you know what i'm saying it's not typical for you to have a best friend relationship you know what i'm saying with your parents i'm not saying it's impossible because everybody would yeah. love to have that but it's just not as common as it should be so i just think it's it's an easier way to kind of feel out you know what i'm saying how you how you was trying to get yourself out there okay or get, get whatever you was feeling out there okay um tell me about some of the early i would say early traumas in your life that kind of what are the mi- i wouldn't say milestones but okay. what can you what are the different pinpoints that you can go back in your life and say okay that changed me this way and then a couple years later this happened and this changed me another way like can you go back to let's say maybe the start <coughs> of middle school you could think of anything that happened or before that start of middle school um i say like right before then probably like Probably like fourth, fifth grade. <clears throat> I was kind of, I was kind of like in my in my hood. Like I grew up, you know, what I'm saying in a rougher part of St. Louis. So, mm-hmm. but I got bust out to the county. Mm-hmm. So, all my neighborhood friends kind of looked at me as like my mom didn't really let me like run the streets like that. So whenever I was outside, like 
it wasn't like I was getting like pressed, but it was like the energy was kind of like there because motherfuckers thought I thought I was better than you know what I'm saying everybody Cause else because because I'm going okay. to the county school, <laughs> so you know and I had like we lived in a four family flat, but we had a backyard, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying people we be playing football or whatever and, you know what I'm saying in my backyard, so everybody come over there and this one dude tried to he would he would just try me all the time, so I finally you know what I'm saying just. Let him have it and whooped his ass. You know what I'm saying? That was my first time putting, because I grew up with all girls, so I ain't never really get to <laughs> right. yeah. let that aggression. You grew up with brothers. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was probably banging all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that was my first time being able to kind of put that aggression out there in front of, like, everybody. Because if I would got my ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, in my backyard, you know what I'm saying, in front of everybody, like, I probably wouldn't live that down until right. I left. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that was, I guess, my first milestone to kind of put my, um, I guess mis- mental stability out there because it, it was like you know what I'm saying my fight or flight is you know so that was like go up or go down. that was a little that was kind of like your kind of opening stage to all yeah right, like this yeah. is this know, is what I it gotta is protect myself I gotta have some pride I, I gotta, gotta stand on my this shit is, yeah this is what have you know you, you can't get picked on you gotta have some a little bit of integrity a little bit of pride yeah, to say yeah. nah fuck that right like you know we can fight this out and then maybe we can be friends after oh, or right, you can yeah. leave me alone <laughs> like it's shit one of those two. so. I know we're still we're gonna uh, stay on you for a second. What about the first time? Okay, so that's more. I would say growing up, like physically, like okay, like right. you had a sense of pride. I think that's your first stage of like, all right, I got, I'm prideful. Yeah, like, prideful. Now, whatever. Yeah. Tell me about another time where maybe it was a maybe a, a failure or something that just some adversity that hit you that was like, all right, I gotta either man up or you know right all right whatever so um, it didn't have to be major but something yeah. smaller maybe around the same time so um whenever i was graduating um graduating everybody that knows high me school? yeah graduating high school okay i didn't graduate college dropout <laughs> but uh um i was graduating high school and you know I, everybody that knows me knows my dream school is ohio state so i always wanted to go there and i took the act mm-hmm. I got like a 22 the first time. Second time I took it, got a 22. Third time I took it, I took, got a 22. So my mom was like, son, I ain't going to be able to pay for you to go to Ohio State, so I don't know what you're going to do. Like, she didn't really give a fuck mm-hmm. I was going to school, but school was, like, important to me at the time. I'm like, bro, no, nah, man, it's bullshit. Like, like I was just mad at the government that you got to, like, pay to go to further your education and shit like that. So I was like, mm-hmm. that was my first time hitting, like, a, dep- I guess, like, a, I wouldn't say a depression wall, but I was just kind of like pissed off for a minute at just something, something I couldn't big change. That you couldn't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I don't even want to go to school no more. Fuck that, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I stopped like going like to high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was second semester. I'm like, bro. So I was missing hella days and shit like that. But I mean, I eventually started going to community college and shit like that. But at first, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. No. This no. real world shit is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, um, that's, that's, uh, I guess that's kind of similar to what I would kind of say as my first, I wouldn't say my first, but a, definitely a wall that I hit in my uh, high school life where right. it was like, all right, like there's certain things that I can't control, certain things that I'm going to have to deal with and live with that, you know, I didn't enjoy the outcome, but, you know, it is what it is. Right. At that point. So, um, go ahead. do you think that uh, if you could go back and restructure reality, would you would you change would you do something different or what do you would mean you, as in like restructure so if you can if you can go back in time and change something or if you can go back in time would you change anything that happened or would you keep it the same and why 
Well, there's a bunch of things I think I would change. You think you would? I think there is. I think there's a. I think it's more about how I went about the situation. Okay. More so okay. than. <clears throat> Let me. You don't even gotta. You know, what I'm saying get into detail. The reason why I'm a disagree, and this is this is to everybody right here. The reason why I'm a disagree is because I think that it's about the knowledge the knowledge that you have going into that situation. So if you let's say Cam Scales go back to when he was 15, you know what I'm saying, and you thinking of a situation that happened or whatever like that, you like, damn, I wish I could have. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not a nobody's stupid you know what i mean like right. you going into a situation thinking that's the best possible outcome or the best move that you can make you know what i'm saying in that situation At so that time, going going yeah. back you know what i'm saying you would do the same thing over again so that's why i think like like destiny and like karma and all that shit you know what i'm saying is real because if you was to you know what I'm saying change that then you would maybe you wouldn't be sitting in this chair right here you know what i'm saying that's something true. could be off so i just think that going back in time i think that you would keep everything the same, so I'd be having this conversation with dudes at work and shit like that. But I just wanted, that's to, interesting. I wanted to ask you that's, how you felt about it. That's an it. interesting way of putting it because whatever you've done in the past has led to where you are now. Exactly. And I would say answering your question technically, if there are a couple things that I could change, I don't know. I probably would. I probably would agree and maybe I mean, say with no. With the knowledge you have now, yeah. Looking in hindsight, maybe it's it's just more about how I reacted to certain things. Right. Not maybe, maybe okay. things, not things happening, but how I reacted and how, you know. I wish you could have held yourself a little bit better. Maybe so. Maybe, okay. you know, I just went about it the wrong way, or could have had a different approach. I could have been, you know, more mentally there. It just, you know, it, it just depends. So, um, it's a good question. Uh, staying on the mental health topic. You've seen athletes like Simone Biles, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay. The list keep, goes on about players coming out, um, talking about, you know, their mental health state. Simone Biles just is the latest one with the Olympics and everything. But why do you think why do you think celebrities, including athletes, whenever they come out talking about, like, mental health, why do you think it get like side eyed? Like it's not like I think I like it's not like real. I think like I've it's kind of like bullshit. Question, I think I've answered this question to myself before in my uh -huh. head, and I, I think the reason why it's such a it gets such a bad like, not yeah, like, like a, a bad cloud look, over it, but it's a it's kind of like a weird cloud over it because this these people make a bunch of money, right? They're seen on TV a bunch, right? They're celebrated mm -hmm. by people that don't even know them that right. will never get a chance to meet them, right? So in their head, they're thinking, "How on earth could you possibly be, be feeling like me? Right? How could you, like, if you had my type of money, you would be you probably off yourself? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's different levels to what those people are exposed to. So if you're around thousands of people watching you play, and you know you have, you're on every other commercial, mm -hmm. and you have this amount of many medals, and you're this decorated athlete, I think a lot of people get upset because these athletes are trying to express how they feel mm -hmm. and the way that they express how they feel is still in some sort of wicked way a look at me type of moment. Mm. Um, mm. And I think... Okay, okay. Now, and I don't want to say that people coming out and talking about their mental health is a... Look you know, at me moment. Is a, right. is a bad thing because it's good. It's good for people that, you know are like them to mm -hmm. be feeling a certain type of way about their profession or what's going on with their outside life. Like sometimes 
your job, you need a break from your job. And it, mentally, it can be draining. But at the same time, I can understand why a person might say, well, that's great that you're coming out about it, but you wrote this whole, you know, whatever, you know, to get people to look at how you're feeling or to check up on you or to say, oh, my God, like, oh, boo-hoo, like, oh, I won't treat you so bad. Or just whatever it is, I can see why somebody would look at it side-eyed. What so, about you? Why so, do you think it's side-eyed? Okay. I think it's I think it's side-eyed because even if you take away the money aspect of it, like, let's say everybody was broke. Mm-hmm. Everybody got the same, you know what I'm saying, income, whatever like that. And you have, so you have people going through this, do similar shit. Mm-hmm. But then you have somebody standing next to you that's like, oh, I need a break, you know what I'm saying, to um, to take care of my mental health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You Not to say that you would think that they lying, but how could you know for sure? Right. How, how could you check that? You, yeah, you, can't, you can't really, measure it. You, you can't really know. gauge that. It's so not it's kind of like you got to, you're yeah. forced to support that. Even if you don't know it's for real. And a lot of people can't get on board with that shit. A yeah. lot of people can't really support that shit because they... The, so you put the money aspect back into it. Now now you have people that's driving nice-ass cars, living in big-ass houses. And then you got somebody else who's really giving an opinion. That's the people that really don't got the nice-ass cars right. and nice bread. Exactly. Now they're looking at you like, well, you got all this. And you doing it, you on TV, you got cameras and shit right now. You got people cooking for you and shit. I'm dealing with all this shit on the block. You you know what I'm saying? People really get a opinion based off of you yeah. just just, just, just want to take care of yourself. And it goes all, of the, all the way back to what we first talked about and people being mentally stable within their own, you know, inner peace. It's They're looking at, because people that watch sports all the time and people right. that are consumed by sports and celebrities, that's what our country's pop culture is, is on. So everybody bases their riches off of a celebrity's riches yep. or an athlete's yep. riches. Oh, you got $10 million? Oh, this athlete just made 30 in three months. Like, exactly. It's different. So when you're looking at a gauge, when your gauge is wrong, mm-hmm. I think that's where that instability comes in and that insecurity comes in. And then, you know, you're, you know, talking bad to an athlete on Twitter or Instagram because they, no decided to, they decided to post about their mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You can post about your mental health as an athlete. Just know that there's going to be people that look like you and me that are going to disagree with it because of the way that it comes off. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that, oh, you feel mentally bad. It's just the way that it comes off. Um, what are three mental motivators that you have? In, in your in your in your daily in your daily mental motivators that I have um well right now in my life mm-hmm. the number one motivation for me right now is going to play professional basketball okay. so I keep that in my head whatever I'm doing the little things whether it is going to class taking notes it's like you know what I'm doing this for a greater cause after that I would say another main motivator would be and I'm not putting the second that's just how I think about yeah, things, just, how I process. Yeah. I would think about um, just my mental, my mental capacity with just school and working out and basketball and this and that. Um, Studious. Just being, just trying to be stable and try to have a balance of everything and not okay. trying to, you know, overwhelm myself or Strain get yourself too overwhelmed. And just having, I feel like when I'm physically feeling good, then mentally my mind can you know follow that and okay. i always think that 
you know, if I'm in season, we're running every day, lifting every day, doing everything. I think that it helps me not be idle. Like, it, I can't okay. stay, so I can't be – I'm going to have some mood swings, but they're usually going to be up. It's right. not going to be down in the dumps, just not doing anything all day, nothing planned. Regardless, regardless. Yeah. And then I'll say the last thing would be <coughs> just kind of chasing just – Something, I don't know, anything in life, just, I don't know what's going to come in three or four years from now, but if I can better myself today, then I don't know what these next three or four years are going to look like, but okay. I don't know, I just kind of, the unknown is kind of what motivates me a lot. So that trajectory of like a shoot for the moon, land on a star type of? Yeah. Okay. And you asked me a tough question because, and the, you know, you just kind of like threw it at me randomly, but that is kind of a, a tough question. What? Are the three things that that motivate you every day, or that keep you? My mine is a little bit more easy. Yeah, yours is. I got more I got two boys. Yeah. So obviously, at the top of my list is my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it ain't ain't nothing. It ain't nothing that can happen in this outside, like my house, that I come in. You know what I'm saying? And um, I see them, and it's instantly like all that shit is over with. Right. And then it's vice versa. Like when I leave. Like, no matter what I go through, I know, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to progress myself for them. For you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's that's my number one. Yeah. Um, my second one will be the fear of, like, double backing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I have a fear of falling back to a place, you know what I'm saying, where, where I already from. advanced from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 25 now. Like, I shouldn't be doing shit that I was doing when I was 18 or 19 or 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been jumped off the porch. Like, I shouldn't be moving back into... You know, say my granny house or my sister house or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I should be putting people on now versus, you know, saying somebody helping me to, you know, what right. saying pull me somewhere else. So, yeah. fear of double backing. And then the last one would be disappointing myself versus disappointing others. You know what I'm saying? So, I put myself, you know what I'm saying? Because you always harder on yourself versus anybody else that's going right. to be. Because you, your expectations, you know, like, even if you had a good game, you dropped, like, 25, bro. I was like, damn, can you use balling, bro? You'll be like, bro, I could have. Had 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you always going to – you, you going to know better than somebody else going to know. So, any right. situation I go in, right. I try to – not to say I try to be perfect, but I try to be at least A1 with myself to know that, you know what I'm saying, with any situation, with any relationship, friendship, job, anything like that, I try to leave that situation knowing that I put – my best self yeah. in that situation. So I, when I leave that situation, I know that if somebody whispering, you know what I'm saying, they like, oh, yeah, Jay Ruck did his thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, it's, right. We lost, but shit, Jay Ruck showed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how I try to I try to put myself higher, you know what I'm saying, than, than myself would put myself higher. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I try to strive and chase that shit. So those are my three mental okay. motivators on a daily. Okay. So, um, Here, I'm going to hit you with a question now. Okay. Something for you to think about. Uh, why do you think people that are that do have bad energy? Why do you think they're so naive about it? I don't think they want to believe it. I don't think they want to believe the fact that they are miserable. Um, because it's hard to it's hard to get a miserable person to see themselves um outside of the little bubble that they are in. Yeah. So I think it's um, like you've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? People, everybody goes through stuff. Like you can't, I don't matter if you're rich, poor, whatever like that, wherever you come from, people are going to go through stuff. And if you live in this world today and you, you think your neighbor is going to be 
gonna go walk the same life you walking in. Right. <laughs> life don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people go through some crazy stuff. Like you never know. That's why I try to be I try to be open to everybody that's that comes in contact with me. You know what I'm saying? I try to be not bubbly, but I try to be positive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If somebody speak to me, I speak back. If somebody wanna shake my hand, I shake their damn hand. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I ain't saying I'm giving hugs and shit out to everybody and shit, but just a you know what I'm saying, respecting, like, an eye-to-eye thing. Right. You know what I mean? So I think if a person um, is kind of less than that, um, if a person kind of is separating themselves from, I guess, society, like, they are like they are different, or the world is out to get them, or... That's what I was going to go into my next point, yeah. Like, if, if you if you carry mm-hmm. yourself like the world is out to get Cam, you know what I'm saying? Like, you will be a miserable-ass yeah. person. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. Like, you, there's going to be so many things. You're going to wake up tomorrow. You probably f- can't find your left sock. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You forgot to do, you know what I'm saying, something real quick, or whatever it is. You, you ain't got no breakfast. You got to... There's so many pivots you got to... Make, you know what I'm saying? If you think everything going to be perfect, like, right. your best day of your life ain't even going to be perfect. perfect right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I'm like, I try to carry myself, like, you know what I'm saying, with that mentality. Like, there's going to be something that's going to go wrong. How I'm going to handle it. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, so, their answer was actually really good because it brought me to my next point. Right. About uh, people always feeling like they're the victim or whatever. Yeah. Victimized. One thing I wrote in my notes is I think that some people mask their faults and wrongdoings behind anxiety or depression. Okay. Um, and true. I don't mean true. To, see now, I think I will wholeheartedly, one hundred percent believe that. I think that, and I'm not saying everybody does it. Don't get me wrong. There are people that you know suffer from. Well, we can assume that it's more people yeah. that does it than not. And. A lot of people will target athletes with kind of what I said about mm-hmm. doing that. Um, I can't necessarily it's an agree. It's all an assumption. Yeah. But I will say that the people that are always down in the dumps, like or naive of their own energy, um, they can't feel it. I think when people are aware of it, I think some people are also they can they kind of feel inclined to use that as like a mask or use that as an, an excuse of this or that or their personality in some way because oh mentally they're not this or they're depressed or they didn't go and do like somebody who's unemployed it's yeah, a good example yeah. of you know you're not unemployed because mentally you can't a, do of it or of a mentally job you're, ca- or you're not capable like it's right. just you're unmotivated or you're i think that's what I'm kind of saying is why people that use mental health or anxiety or depression as like a mask are kind of just, I don't want to say unmotivated, but I don't know where their balance is at. If you can kind of get what I I'm think, saying. Uh, I think those people are the most vulnerable people. Okay. Because I think those people are moved easily. You know what I'm saying? Their emotions are moved or swayed so easily, left to right. They can go zero to 100 so fast. Right. And back to what I was saying about. You know what I'm saying? Things being off, things ain't going to be perfect. So when that little speed bump come, oh, it's over with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then something else going to come. See, I told you, bro, everything happened to me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it'll just yeah. it'll just spiral yeah. and you'll start hearing it, yeah. you know what I'm saying, all the time. So I think those people are the most vulnerable. So, of course, they're not going to, you know what I'm saying, typically pick up on um, kind of the state that they're in. Um, I try to hold myself emotionally stable with anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... <clears throat> just how I was saying, like, how things ain't gonna be perfect and shit, like, emotionally, 
Shit ain't right. gonna be perfect. Like you on an emotional roller coaster every day of your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gonna have ups and downs and all that shit. And you, but you, you know what I'm saying? You shaking your head like you know, and like you know what I'm saying? People will, people will understand that too. But still, you know what I'm saying? They'll walk through life like expecting something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I kind of already lowered my expectations on that shit. Like it ain't gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know what time we're at, but uh, what time we're at right now? We had 32. 32. Okay. Um, tell me. What was the one, I guess the one where you could describe how you pulled yourself out of your, out of the worst thing that's ever happened to you? What was the one thing that you can pinpoint, just like one more that you could say, like, I got myself out of this, out of the mud because of. I got myself out of the mud because of a, because of a relationship. I got myself out of the mud because of relationship. Because the state that Damn, I was in, okay. the state that I was in, um, I ain't gonna get too deep into you know what I'm saying what happened. But I was just, you know what I'm saying, like it, I, it was the end of the road. You know what I'm saying, like I was seeing that shit. That's the path I was walking on. So I was in a in a spot where I was like I wasn't really, I ain't had no connection with nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. This person just came in and kind of just like, not so much snatched me out of that shit, but showed me the door how to get out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I kind of follow suit you know what i'm saying i got out of there and then when i got back i felt like to the real world you know what I'm saying i noticed that that person that pulled me out of that shit wasn't even the right person for me so i still had to separate i still had to find damn okay i still had to find the right you know what I'm saying the right people to surround myself with mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i guess kind of finding that i don't know if that's one word that you was looking for but that no it went <coughs> a different direction than i thought but that makes sense yeah it makes it was, sense. I, a relationship kind of yeah Help me, you know what I'm saying, get out of that shit. But once I got, you know what I'm saying, to be able to stand on my own, on my, my you know what I'm saying, back on my uh, feet on my own, yeah. I noticed that the way I was moving and what I was doing and who I was with wasn't, you know what I'm saying, wasn't the right place I was supposed to be at. So I kind of thankfully separated myself from that situation. So mm-hmm. that's that's what kind of pulled me out of that shit. What, uh, I guess if you can, one phrase, because I didn't give you one word. Yeah. <laughs> What's a phrase that, uh, that pulled you out of your shit. Um, I think because I, I was, I was, I was with you, but you I wasn't around. I wasn't, I wasn't on your I mental. Would say, I would, um, I would. Okay, I would disagree with that. I would say, you know what I was going through, mm-hmm. and it was more so physically. It was mentally draining, but it also was mainly physically. Oh God. Um, I would say, if. I didn't have someone like you around me every day around that time. I don't know where the hell I would have been or what I would have done, but um, I would I would say persistence is kind of just the like word consistency. Consistency yeah, and just being yeah. pers- consistently persistent. persistent. Yeah. Um, Schedule. Yeah, it took me. Yeah. It took me a while to get out of the, you know. Of the mud of what I was in, and I just right. felt like I was actually in like quicksand. I was just slowly sinking, yeah, just slowly yeah. sinking. I didn't know. You can, you feel like I you can control it. I couldn't control it. Yeah, I, could, I didn't have anywhere to turn. Right. Um, it was just bad news after bad news after bad news. Yeah. And after it just bad felt, news. It, it just felt like it was never gonna stop until basically my life just stopped. Like it just oh got God. to that point. Yeah. And having good relationships around me, friendships. Yeah. Good parents. Yeah. You know and a good mental stability enough to know that there is a brighter side of this if I can just get myself to it. So, if, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. So, what would you say to 
What would you say to a fan right now who, I guess, would would kind of be going through not necessarily the physical side, but you know, what I'm saying the mental side of something that you was going through. What would you say to them to try to get them, you know, what I'm saying to lead them out of the shit too? I would say that if you are at your absolutely absolute worst and rock your bottom, rock bottom where I was, I would think about one the people that are in your life that make you happy because at the same time the people that are in your life that make you happy you make them happy as well okay, so you being here is important so you right you being here is important you maintaining that relationship with your friends is important because there are always brighter days you have friends and you know you don't you don't imagine yourself not being friends with your friends five years from now you're talking okay. about a, a lifetime contract with your friends like right it's forever it's forever and so if you were to end your life or do something that would severely impact you know the ones around you i'm not saying it's the most selfish thing you can do but it's you know it's right up there and literally i just i pray for people who are in that mental state yeah i pray for people who have those thoughts that come into their head because i've been there and it's not fun but you think about it and you're like wow that was I was really going there with myself, and I can't believe I did that. And yeah, so yeah. you're able to speak about it now. But in that current in that moment, moment yeah. you have to think about Over. the people that are, you know, consistently in your life and that make you happy. And the thing you got to think about w- things that you still want to accomplish within your life that even if you went out right now that you wouldn't be satisfied with. I think that's another motivator for me is that there's a lot of things I haven't accomplished that yeah. if I were to go out tomorrow <coughs> that – I would be like, damn, I didn't get to accomplish this or I didn't do that. And it ain't it ain't gonna be a it ain't gonna be a flip of a switch. It ain't right. gonna be a night and day. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna be a tomorrow. You I was know gonna say, I'll flip like, that question on you. What do you Yeah, I would say, um, because I had I had people around me that were saying stuff similar that you were that you were just saying, right. like, Oh, you know, we here for you, you know. It's a lot of people we, that in your life that yeah, will that, also realize that potential that you have more so than you will yourself. And it's important to keep those people around. Yeah. So, so go ahead. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't believe those people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, ain't, I ain't believe it. Like the shit that I was going through, I'm like, nope, nobody don't know, nobody don't. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't understand. Right. So it ain't, it ain't matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to really find what mattered. You know what I'm saying to me, and you know what I'm saying what mattered to me was the fact that me, me being plucked out of like my family's life or my friend's life like that would that would destroy everything that i you know what I'm saying i built so far with, with relationships with like mm-hmm. you said lifelong relationships friendships everything you know what i'm saying so how could i just you know what I'm saying throw in a towel mm-hmm. right now you know what I'm saying that's not that's not how i was built that's not how i was raised to just you know what I'm saying quit like that so once once i mean it, it took a minute <laughs> you know what i'm saying a minute for me was like I was in the mud for like four or five months, you know what I'm saying? So it was, I wasn't working, I wasn't going to school, I was, I was bumming on my sister's couch for, for almost half a, half a year pretty much, so it, it took me a minute, but once I got, you know what I'm saying, out of that, I got everything back straight in, you know what I'm saying, but if you, if you around people that genuinely care about you, I say lean on mm-hmm. it, is as hard as you can, I know in the moment it might not seem like it's e- even important, like on a day-to-day Right. But moment to moment, it'll it'll seem like you know what I'm saying it'll seem like night and day for real. But with that being said, it's a real tops production. Reach out to everybody that you got around you right now. Let them know you love them, and we out. Yes, sir.
Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Real Tires Production. My name is Cameron Scales, alongside my co-host Justin Rucker. Appreciate every listener. Please like and subscribe on all of our channels. See y'all next episode. We out.